When you pay attention to your mental health, everything gets easier. Not only are you able to tolerate those tough days with diabetes, but your blood sugars come back into range so much easier. I know it doesn't seem this way on the surface, but if you pay attention to your mental health, your blood sugars will improve. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. A couple months ago, I asked my audience what their single biggest challenge with type 1 diabetes is right now. And to be honest with you, the responses really surprised me. I was thinking that most people would say diabetes burnout or anxiety or frustration. You know, the things I talk about on a regular basis. But actually, the responses were things like, When your blood sugar is high and you have insulin on board to cover the high, why does it take hours for the insulin to take effect and to cover the carbs? Sugar cravings, managing levels around a competitive sport, low blood sugars. I struggle a lot with high and low blood sugars, creating a roller coaster that's super frustrating. And the answers go on and on. But what surprised me most about these answers was that many of them had nothing to do with mental health on the surface. They were all about blood sugars and diabetes management. But as I think more about this, there's more to the story here. Because yes, you are frustrated about your diabetes management. You're frustrated about your blood sugars. And you just want to find that answer to figure out how to fix it. But we can't talk about blood sugars without talking about mental health. And on this episode of the podcast, I want to spend some time talking about why mental health matters for your blood sugars and why your blood sugars matter for your mental health. We cannot talk about one without talking about the other. Blood sugar and mental health may seem like completely separate issues, but in fact, they are so closely tied together. And there are four reasons why paying attention to your mental health is key to keeping your blood sugars in range. So when people talk about their frustration with their roller coaster blood sugars, or not being able to figure out the right bolus, or going low every night. Those are mental health issues, both because they cause frustration, they cause anxiety, they cause burnout. But in fact, your mental health may also be contributing to your blood sugar challenges. Let's talk about why. Reason number one. This may not be the most obvious one, but it's an important one. Stress affects your blood sugars. And this is physiological. This isn't some magic thing that happens that you can snap and turn off. When you're stressed out, when you have lots on your plate, whether it's diabetes-related or life-related, your blood sugars go high. You know that. You see it happen all the time. But you may not know why. And I want to explain. When you're stressed out, your body releases some hormones called cortisol and adrenaline. These are stress hormones and hormones to get your body moving because when you're stressed out, your body feels like it is in danger. And sometimes it is. But oftentimes, 
we experience stress and our bodies think we're in danger when in fact we're really not. And that can make things challenging. See, our livers hold something called glycogen. Our glycogen reserve helps protect us against low blood sugar. When your blood sugar goes low, your pancreas releases glucagon. And that glucagon allows the glycogen in your liver to be released from your liver, which then brings your blood sugar up. It's a safety net. But glycogen also plays another role. When you're stressed out or when you need a burst of energy, glycogen is also released because your body feels it needs it in order to deal with the stress that you're experiencing. When that happens, though, your blood sugar rises. I was talking to someone recently who is taking an exam at school, and they noticed that as the exam went on, their blood sugar kept rising and rising on their CGM, and the alarm was going off and all kinds of things were happening. And they're like, why is this happening? Why is my blood sugar rising because I get stressed. And that's the reason why. Your body is trying to protect itself, or it thinks it is at least, and it's releasing glycogen into your bloodstream as a way to give you energy to be able to deal with that stress. For people without diabetes, this happens as well, but their body's able to compensate. But for people who have diabetes, as your blood sugar rises, you don't have insulin to bring your blood sugar down. And that's why your blood sugar rises and can feel out of control. So in order to really be able to manage your blood sugars, especially during times of stress, you have to be able to manage your stress. You have to pay attention to your mental health. When you're able to reduce your stress, either by eliminating things in your life that cause you stress or by managing stress when it happens, you're able to do a better job at managing your blood sugars because you don't have that variable there that can bring them up. So in order to get off of those blood sugar roller coasters, in order to have your blood sugars in range more frequently, you have to pay attention to your mental health. You have to pay attention to your stress. And there's no way around it. Let me just say that there's also an added benefit to managing a stress. And that's around your quality of life. It's going to be really hard to have good quality of life if you're stressed out all the time. And then when your blood sugars go higher, that has an impact on your quality of life as well. It's this never-ending cycle where stress and blood sugars and quality of life keep on feeding off of each other. And if you don't stop it, it's going to get more and more challenging for you to deal with. So when you're able to manage your stress or eliminate it if possible, you're going to be much better off from a physiological point of view in bringing your blood sugars back into range and hopefully keeping them there in the long term. The second reason why paying attention to your mental health is important for your blood sugars is because your stress affects your behavior. And as we all know, your behavior affects your blood sugars. Let me explain. So imagine a time in the past when you have been burnt out, whether it's with work or with diabetes or with life. You probably had a hard time getting up in the morning. You really didn't want to do much. You probably found yourself laying in bed or sitting in front of the television, mindlessly eating. When you're stressed out, when you're burnt out, it makes it a lot harder for you to engage in behaviors that are healthy. And we all know that healthy behaviors are the cornerstone to good diabetes management. When you're feeling burnt out, you feel like you don't have the energy to do things like check your blood sugar or change your pump site or make good, healthy eating decisions. 
it's just a lot harder because you feel like you're walking through the mud. And you really don't want to do much that takes work, it takes effort, effort that you feel like you don't have the energy to take. But also, when you're feeling stressed out, it makes it harder to make good food choices, both because you're tired, but also because you want comfort food. When you eat things with fat in them or sugar, it activates pleasure centers in your brain, which then make you feel better. They help you feel a little less burnt out, a little less stressed, and all those things that you're looking for. But they also make your blood sugars rise. When you eat junk food, your blood sugars go up. And then when you're feeling burnt out and frustrated, both because of diabetes in general, but also because your blood sugars are rising and you don't want to take action to bring them down, it starts a cycle that's difficult to get out of. We want to get to a point where stress doesn't affect our behavior, but it does a lot of the time. And I think that no matter what we do, stress will impact our behavior or at least our motivation to behave in a certain way. My goal for you is to recognize this, see it happening, and be able to take action anyway. But keep in mind that diabetes and mental health are integral here. If you're stressed, taking care of your diabetes, taking the time to manage it well, is going to be a lot more challenging. And we don't want to make diabetes any more challenging than it already is. And that really boils down to being able to manage your stress so that managing diabetes becomes easier. It becomes less burdensome with your thoughts, with your behavior, with your emotions, and all those things. And helping you to make choices in your behavior, whether it's healthy eating, exercising, diabetes management, that's going to really help you both manage your stress as well as to manage your diabetes in the best way possible. The third reason why paying attention to your mental health is key to getting your blood sugars in range, is that when your blood sugars are high, your stress level increases. Think about that for a minute. I know that a couple days ago, I was having a really hard time keeping my blood sugars in range. I remember there was one instance when I was sitting at my desk doing some work, I looked at my CGM and it was like 250 going straight up. And man, I was stressed out. I was upset. And I was like, why is this happening? I'm not sure what's going on here. That made me stressed out, both because I saw that high number and also because I didn't feel good. Let's break that down for a minute. When your blood sugars are high, you get stressed because you're frustrated, you're upset, you're confused, and you feel out of control. And those aren't fun things to have happen. But then you go back to numbers one and number two. You go back to the first two things we talked about today in this episode, about how stress affects your blood sugars and affects your behaviors. So when your blood sugar goes high and then you feel more stressed, your body's going to react to that. It's going to bring your blood sugar up even higher because your body is stressed out. And in response to the stress, it releases more glycogen. Makes sense, right? I mean, I guess that's diabetes for you. But then also going back to number two, stress affects your behavior. Uh, when your blood sugars are high and you're stressed out, you probably aren't going to want to exercise. You're not going to want to eat well. You're not going to want to manage your diabetes because you're stressed out. Now, I get it when your blood sugars are high, you're more likely to take action to bring them down. No doubt about it. But there's a residual effect. It lasts longer than that 
bringing your blood sugars down. That stress stays in your body and makes it harder to manage your diabetes and harder to bring your blood sugars down from a physiological level for longer than you want it to. Also, think about what it feels like for you when your blood sugar is high. For me, I feel sluggish. I feel heavy. I feel tired, even exhausted. It's almost like feeling stressed. Those symptoms are very, very similar to each other. When your blood sugar is high and you feel stressed, your body's going to respond and your behavior is going to respond in the exact same way that it would if you were stressed. Having high blood sugar and having symptoms of high blood sugar is in and of itself stressful. And that causes things to be complicated. And that's a really good example of how diabetes and blood sugars and mental health are intimately intertwined. You just can't separate them from each other. And therefore, we have to do everything that we can to manage our stress in order to manage our diabetes. I totally understand that it's not always possible to manage our stress, just like it's not always possible to keep our blood sugars in range. But we have the ability to influence those things. We have the ability to influence our stress and how we manage it, how we navigate it, and what types of stressful situations that we're in. And then we also have the ability to manage our blood sugars by taking insulin, by eating well, by exercising, in a variety of other ways. But in order to do both those things simultaneously, we have to manage our stress. We have to manage our stress in order to manage our blood sugars, and we also have to manage our blood sugars in order to manage our stress. And as we know, when we're stressed out, it's harder to manage our blood sugars, and when our blood sugars are high, it's harder to manage our stress. It's complicated. The fourth reason why paying attention to your mental health is the key to getting your blood sugars in range is because when your blood sugars are high, you feel out of control. Has this ever happened to you? You just feel like you can't do anything right. You feel like your blood sugars are going wild and nothing that you do has any impact. They go high and they go higher and they crash low and you feel like nothing you do matters. You have no control of the situation. It's one of the most helpless feelings that I've ever had living with diabetes. And unfortunately, I have it a lot more often than I want to admit. Now, looking at my CGM graph, my blood sugars look out of control. And, you know, maybe they are. There's not much I can do to control them. And they're all over the place some days. And that is what it is. The numbers don't lie. But then what happens is that CGM graph bleeds over into your emotions. You start feeling out of control. You start feeling helpless. You may even start feeling hopeless. When we feel out of control, our first instinct is to do anything that we can to try to regain control. We fight. We avoid. We do all kinds of things to make sure our emotions are in check and that we have control over them. Sometimes, though, controlling our emotions is futile. You can't always snap your fingers and make your emotions go away, especially emotions where you're feeling out of control. But we try. And when that happens, we get even more stressed out. It becomes this cycle that builds upon itself, and the stress increases and increases and increases until it's overwhelming. And we all know what happens when we feel stressed with diabetes, especially stress we feel 
when we're out of control and we can't figure out what to do to regain that control. Then that cycle starts all over again. Our blood sugar rises because our body's stressed. Our blood sugar rises because our behavior changes and our diabetes management changes. And we feel even more helpless and more out of control because of this cycle. It can feel like it's never going to end. And if you've ever felt this way, you know it's not a fun place to be. I want to take a minute to recap the four reasons why paying attention to your mental health is key to getting your blood sugars in range. Reason number one, your stress affects your blood sugars physiologically. When you experience stress in your body, your blood sugar rises. Reason number two, your stress affects your behavior. When you feel stressed, it makes it a lot harder to eat healthy, take insulin, check your blood sugar, or exercise. It's just the way our bodies are wired. Reason number three, when your blood sugars are high, your stress level increases. None of us like high blood sugars. It's stressful. And when you see those numbers and you feel that high blood sugar, your stress increases even more. And reason number four, when your blood sugars are high, you feel out of control. And when you feel out of control with your blood sugars, you also feel out of control emotionally, which then causes you to try to regain control. And regaining control is stressful, which then impacts your diabetes management and your blood sugars. It becomes an endless cycle. I want to finish up today by giving you a message of hope here. What do you do about this? How do you manage your stress in order to manage your blood sugars? I want to make a suggestion. Make this your mantra. My mental health matters, sometimes more than my blood sugars do. I'll say it again. My mental health matters, sometimes even more than my blood sugars do. And here's what I mean. Of course, you want to focus on managing your diabetes, no doubt about it. But I also want you to focus on managing your stress. And I want you to focus on managing your stress and paying attention to managing your stress even more than you worry about keeping your blood sugars in perfect range. When you pay attention to your mental health, everything gets easier. Not only are you able to tolerate those tough days with diabetes, but your blood sugars come back into range so much easier. I know it doesn't seem this way on the surface, but if you pay attention to your mental health, your blood sugars will improve. And that list of things that I read off at the beginning of this episode, the one where I asked people, what is the biggest challenge you're having with diabetes right now? And I was surprised to see that not many answers included mental health. The truth is, every single one of the answers included mental health. But the mental health answer was disguised by the blood sugar answer. And so to get you to the point where your blood sugars are in range and you're not so frustrated with your out-of-range blood sugars, you have to focus on your mental health. There's no way around it. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Send a text message or an email with a link to this episode in it and let them know that you think they'd enjoy it. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast so I can help as many people type on diabetes as possible. Also, if you do me a favor and hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for this podcast, I would really appreciate it. I always love hearing from my listeners. So please send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. 
say hi and let me know what questions you want me to address in future episodes of the podcast. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Thank you.